You're listening to Teacherpreneur Email and More, the only podcast that helps you take the mystery out of what to write for your TPT store. Whether you're struggling with what to write your email list or how to phrase your product description so you rake in buckets of cash, we'll be covering the exact steps each week. Let's get started. You could increase your open rate or your click rate or, you know, the number of people reading your Instagram posts. There's a lot of ways to do this, but the best way I found to do it is through headlines. So today we're going to talk about headline formulas you can use that stop teacherpreneurs in their tracks. So it it takes a lot of thought to write an effective headline. It is it's actually a lot more involved than you think. So you and I think we're going to write a headlines like, you know, how to teach cations and anions in five minutes. We're like, okay, and we're done. There's actually so much more to it. I have a course in my store on this, uh, and it gives you lots of practice and lots of why, and it really makes all this click in your brain. Uh, I really like the workbook pages that go with it because that's what I needed when I first started. Uh, (laughs) Funny side story. I was just getting my blog for my chemistry site ready, and I was asking a question in one of the Facebook groups about something. And this lady was like, well, why don't you change your blog title to be this? And I forget what I had. It was something very generic. And whatever she suggested was amazing. And I was like, how did you do that? I I was like, my mind was blown. I was like, how do I learn to do that? And that's one of the things that started me on the copywriting journey to taking these courses and practicing and learning with all these people how much more interesting her headline was versus mine. And I was like, okay, clearly I've got to learn how to do that. How how do I do this? (laughs) And then uh, no one could tell me. So it took a while to figure out, but I'm going to tell you, I've got that course. uh, It's a mini course in my store. And then today I'm going to walk you through and kind of show you how this works today. So if, if you want to write better headlines or understand what's behind a headline, that's what I'm going to show you today. So we've got six headlines we're going to go through today. All right. So let's get started. The first one is going to be why something isn't working. So you're going to do why, you know, insert your struggle or your teacher's struggle, and then you say isn't working. So I do a lot of doodle notes. So I'm going to use that as an example. Um, So say somebody has bought doodle notes in the past and they were not a fan. They did not work for whatever reason. And so if I want to appeal to that audience in my email or my blog post or my note to followers, whoever I'm writing to, I'm going to say why doodle notes aren't working. This is going to appeal to that person that maybe has bought somebody else's doodle notes and it didn't work for them. Or, you know, say you do phonics. So why phonics isn't working or why sight words aren't working? Why problem-based learning isn't working? You're appealing to that person who had a failed attempt at something and you know that your product or your strategy can bring them back. So this is not just a headline to, you know, get attention. What you're doing is you're setting up a whole email strategy on this headline. Why something they wanted to work didn't work. And then you're going to show them how to fix it. So that would be the first headline I would share with you. The next headline is going to draw readers into an article where they need to try like a different approach or persuade readers against a topic. Let me show you what I mean by that. 
uh, the number one student hang up with, and you would enter insert your lesson here, and how to avo- avoid it. So uh, the number one hang up with solubility rules and how to avoid it. Sorry, guys, I'm a science teacher. This is what I know, and this is how I can teach you. <laughs> if you're an English or a history teacher, I am so sorry. One day I'll be able to make these relatable to you too. <laughs> But the number one student hang up with solubility rules and how to avoid it. Okay, students, they they typically hate solubility rules because it requires memorization, which is like work. And your teacher is going to click on this because she wants she remembers last year and how frustrating it was. And she does not want to do that again. Like, no. (laughs) So you're appealing to that teacher who's had a bad experience and then she does not want to go through it again. So if you've got a better way, a new way, a couple of different approaches or something like that, that's who you're appealing to in this email. Uh, She wants to avoid that struggle from last year. The next one uh, is a little more obvious than the first two. So the next headline, headline number three, is going to be the number one mistake you are making with X lesson. So whatever lesson you want to put in there. Um, the reason this works is because nobody likes to make mistakes, especially teachers, because we're all perfectionists and, uh, we all are, we're generally overachievers, even though sometimes we're slackers, but we do not want to make mistakes. We like things right. We like it perfect and we like it, you know, a certain way. And so you're going to appeal to a large portion of your audience with a headline like this. So. Keep that in mind when you're setting up this email. This email is going to get uh, a larger open rate than the, the previous two. The previous two will get a smaller open rate because they're appealing to a small segment of your audience that you're kind of bring back into the fold and bring back into something you like to talk about. One example I would use is the number one mistake you're making with PowerPoint lessons. We all use PowerPoint at some point during the year and none of us want to make mistakes with it. And some of us hate using it. So that's going to appeal to a lot of people. Number four, I've used this quite a bit with my email list and it gets a really good open rate and a really good response rate. So the headline is it's okay to hate teaching this topic. Now, don't change it. Don't change. It's okay to hate teaching cations and anions, or it's okay to hate teaching circumference. Don't do that. You want to say it's okay to hate teaching this topic. This topic makes me go, oh, what's that? What topic am I allowed to hate? Because I have several. (laughs) That's going to want to, that they're going to want to know what that is to reassure them that, oh, okay, there's other teachers out there and they also hate teaching this topic. It, it's permission to not be perfect and camaraderie that, you know, we there's several of us out there that hate this topic. <laughs> so what I would do in this type of email is I would actually end on suggestions on how to make teaching the topic easier. 
Uh, and then you can always link to a blog post or a YouTube video or something like that on how to teach the topic the easy way. So that's just a little side tip. The next one is going to be uh, the easiest something lesson ever. So the easiest equilibrium lesson ever. You want to use something that teachers are probably going to hate teaching and or something that's complicated or something that you have really broken down in your store. And so in that way, you're setting them up with a headline. They're getting to the email. You really are making it easy. And then they're going to click. So you, you notice there's a lot of psychology going in behind these. And I'm just brushing the surface so I can not go too long on this podcast. But explain how to make teaching a certain lesson very easy for them. And they're going to love this because they don't have time and they just want to get it done, do it well, and, and move on to the next topic. And this is going to appeal to a lot of teachers for that reason. Some Teaching some lesson is easy when students know something. Okay, So teaching X is easy when te- students know X. So this is uh, kind of like an if-then statement. So it's it's telling your teacher that teaching whatever this is could be easy if first your students know this foundational topic. And so this implies your teachers that if they do this one small thing, this lesson could be a breeze. And it also shows them if they're struggling with a certain topic, one little tweak could solve the problem. For example, what I would say is teaching bonding is easy when students know these formulas. So if I'm having a disastrous time teaching bonding, which has happened to everybody, you can, you're implying that if you go back and just review these formulas or do a quick handout on these formulas, then you can keep going in your lesson and it'll all be fine. What I want you to get by this podcast is that it's not just five ways to teach cations and anions. It's not just five ways to teach uh, exponents. It's you need to get to the heart of what your email is going to be about and hint at that in the headline. So it's so much more. You're not just getting attention with the headlines. In fact, I'll teach you in my course that that's actually something that is just not true at all. Yes, uh, headlines get attention, but if you actually want people to click and do what you want them to in your email, it is a lot more than getting attention. So uh, you can click on the course in the head, in the show notes and learn about that if you're interested in writing better headlines. But what you want to do with these headlines is think about what are teachers experiencing? What is the psychology behind what's really going on in their life or in their classroom right now? What is motivating them to read this email or what could motivate them to read this email? And then you also want to consider curiosity. You don't want to give too much away and you don't want to just, you know, spell it out for them, but you don't want to make it your headline so generic that it's like, oh, that's just another email. Uh, and and this all of this is a very fine balance. So <laughs> I just gave you four variables and they all have to be pretty close together. That's not to say it's hard to learn. Once you sit down and take a few minutes to practice it, it, it comes pretty naturally. You can definitely do it. Uh, so take that to heart. Think about it. 
maybe listen to this again and maybe pause the podcast. And as I told you one of those headlines, just stop, pause the podcast, write your own headline, and then listen to my psychology that I told you after that and see if your psychology lined up with mine. And that would be a great way to write a bunch of headlines for like a month of emails or two months of emails or a bunch of blog posts ideas. You can always tweak them and keep going. Like, what what do I really want to get out of this? So I hope that helped you get some ideas for how to write headlines that are going to generate you more income than you are making. Headlines are so important. Uh, Again, I've mentioned the headline course that I have in my store. I'll put that link in the show notes. If you have any questions about this, you can always email me. I will see you guys next week. So are we pen pals yet? I'd love to know that I'm not just trying to educate the closet. So sign up for my free product line sampler so I can send you a personal message and get you the freebie. Talk to you Monday. Monday.